Oh, I could preach without a mask. I keep forgetting. Wow, what a feeling. Um, well, good evening. My name, is, uh, my name is June, and I'm one of the 116 members here at Bethany Baptist Church. Um, for tonight's devotion, we'll be looking at Psalm 78, verse 2. Again, that's in Psalm 78, verse 2. Um, please turn or tap your Bible uh, there to Psalms. Um, if you are not familiar where Psalms is located, it's between, it's in the Old Testament, between Job and Proverbs. Now for our text tonight, um, I want to build a little bit of context. We're going to read verses 1 through 4, um, just again, just to build a bit of context. And this is what the Word of God says. A masculine of Asaph, my people hear my instruction. Listen to the words from my mouth. I will declare wise sayings. I will speak mysteries from the past, things we have heard and known and that our ancestors have passed down to us. We will not hide them from their children, but will tell a future generation the praiseworthy acts of the Lord, his might and wonderful works that he has performed. And this is the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we praise you for reminding us to speak wise things, wise sayings and hidden things to one another. We pray that my words would disappear and people would hear your words being spoken. We pray, Lord, that you would soften our hearts and open our eyes and minds to receive your word well. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you were to ask me how it was preparing for the devotion tonight, I would say it was pretty challenging. I Bible read with brothers, read many commentaries, um, consulted with different study Bibles, but I felt like I wasn't getting the main goal of the verse. It was frustrating. But finally, I threw my hands up in the sky and I said, stop, close my eyes and just kept praying. And I said, Lord, please reveal to me the hidden things in the parables from this text. And thankfully, I think he did. And so, you're probably thinking, what is this complex text that had you frustrated for a week? Well, it wasn't that complicated. And it simply read this. And this is, again, our text for tonight is Psalm 78, verse 2, which says, I will declare wise sayings. I will speak mysteries from the past. And so the main goal of the text is to reveal the hidden things and why sayings Asaph is declaring. Now, if you're taking notes, I'm going to disappoint you really badly. There are no points. But there's just one goal. And again, that goal is for the text to reveal the hidden things and the wise sayings Asaph is declaring. But before we delve into the text, I wanted to give you guys a brief overview of Psalm 78 and the author itself. Now, this psalm is a long psalm. It's a long historical parable. And we can go back to that a little bit later. Um, well, actually, I take that back. This psalm is one long historical parable. Now, I can't take credit for that statement. Uh, PJ brought this up. Uh, 
in our noon Friday uh, Bible reading. So a plug for Friday Bible reading. Encourage you guys to come if you guys are free, 12 o'clock at noon. Um, but agreeable art, okay, just kidding. I know my name is June. Just wanted to just throw, play some words into that. Again, my name is June, just in case there's any uh, confusion here. Um, I agree with that statement. If you look into Psalm 78, um, verses 12 to 72 is filled with parables of God's redemption, God's provision, God's judgment, and God's love for his people. I encourage you, if you guys have time during the week, to read Psalm 78. And the second part I wanted to talk, go over real quick is the author itself. Who is Asaph? Asaph, man, this guy is amazing. He has multiple jobs, and he's doing them well. He's a musician during King David's reign. He was the private prophet of David, and we can find that in 1 Chronicles 25.2. And he was a prominent Levite. And so when he commands in verse 1 for his people to listen to the words from my mouth, he speaks with authority. And what is, again, is he speaking? What is he saying? And again, I'll repeat one more time, verse 2. He said, I will declare wise sayings. I will speak mysteries from the past. So let's first address, what are these wise sayings and mysteries from the past? Wise sayings are simply parables, which can be defined as instructive story or saying, which could be a proverb. We heard many, I believe, parables this morning that was encouraging about the kingdom of heaven. Mysteries from the past are hidden things, riddles that are needing interpretation. So when we read things, it needs an interpretation. Those are hidden things. And so let's dive into more into the text. What are the hidden things and why saying ASAP wanted to declare? Well, verse 4 in Psalm 78 reveals these things to us. He wants us to declare the current and future generation the praiseworthy acts of the Lord and the wondrous works he had done for his people in the past. If you jump on to verse 7 itself, he continues to explain why he's declaring these things. It's so the future generation might put their confidence in God and not forget God's works, but keep his commands. Again, it's for the future generation might put their confidence in God and not forget God's work, but keep his commands. This is what Asaph wants to declare to the present and future generation. And ironically, more than 400 years later, the generation of Jesus himself fulfills this also by being one who makes hidden things known. In Matthew 13, verses 34 to 35, we read this earlier in, um, in the morning gathering, and it said this, Jesus told the crowds all these things in parables, and he did not tell them anything without a parable, so that what was spoken through the prophet might be fulfilled. I will open my mouth in parables. I will, keep, I will declare things kept secret from the foundation of the world. Now, I wanted to just address it, just want to make sure some people might look at this and say, like, is this a prophecy? 
And so I don't think so. Just wanted to clear, think that through. I don't think it's a prophecy, but I think what Matthew is saying in the commentary is that Jesus is speaking in the same tradition as Asaph was speaking in his parables in the Old Testament. You can look in the Old Testament, and there are many parables itself that talks about how, um, I'm sorry, many prophets themselves that, that speak in parables and proclaiming God himself. Um, and earlier today, we heard in Matthew 13, Jesus spoke in parables about the kingdom of heaven. And we were challenged that if we understood the kingdom of heaven, we know that Jesus is commissioning us to bring out what's stored in our hearts to gospelize the lost. I think since Jesus is speaking in parables and hidden, and hidden things to others, we should have that same conviction as Asaph and declare, I will, we will, proclaim, the parable, uh, the, declare parables and hidden things to others so the present and future generation to come might put their hope in God. Now, if you're sitting in this room or you're watching this on YouTube, um, you're probably sitting in two different lanes. The first lane here is saying, um, you might be saying, hey, this teaching sounds really great, but I don't understand why I need to put my hope in God. That doesn't make sense. And you're right. You can't put your hope in God if you don't know you're hopeless without God. What I mean by this is you need to know and understand that you are facing the wrath of God right now. You are potentially going to be facing the wrath of God. And you're asking me, why? Why am I? What did I do? What did I do to God? Well, in the beginning, God created a perfect relationship with God and man. But man himself disobeyed. You disobeyed God as well. When you, by eating the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil and sin entered into the world, we were separated from God. And because of this separation, we deserve the wrath of God and the punishment and the punishment because we are no longer his people. But God, being loving and gracious to us, sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for your sins and mine. That if you repent, which means you turn away from your sins and follow God, you could be reconciled with God. That's the hope God has given you today. And I hope and encourage you, if you're listening and if you're considering it, consider and think it through. Repent, turn from your sins, and follow God. Now, if you are in the second lane itself, you understand and put your hope in Christ, you under, and I hope you understand the challenge that I'm about to throw at you guys. Your challenge is a little different. The challenge for you guys is similar to what ASAP is doing, that you would continue to declare hidden things and parables to others so this generation and the next generation might put their hope in God as well. Now, sadly, I feel like we know this, but we don't have this sense of urgency to do it. I was thinking about what Ross was saying, how he felt bad he didn't preach the gospel to, what's his name, Gavin? And, and, but praise God, you know, PJ and Jose were. 
able to. I, I think about the same thing. Um, I feel, I, I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of it. Of this sin, I think. This sin of stubbornness in my own heart. This sin of saying that um, Christ isn't coming soon. That I have time. I don't have to do it today. Or I sometimes, and the worst, worst part of it all is that we have this fear of man. And that's why we don't sense this urgency. And that, oh, not, not sense of urgency, but we fear man. But we, we shy away. And so I encourage you guys that if there is this stubbornness or this fear of man or some sort of thing that hesitates you to not have this urgency, wake up because Christ is coming soon. He can come in any minute. And that if the Lord gives you the opportunity to share the gospel with somebody somewhere at certain points in time, I would encourage you guys to take advantage of it. And so, I, um, I shared you guys that the purpose of this is that we continue to share the gospel, is that there's a future to the generation and to the next generation. And sadly itself, there is examples of today where the gospel isn't being preached and is becoming and has declined and is declining in different countries today. As we were talking about church history and we were talking about um, you know, the things we've learned from church history itself, um, if you're one of the 116 members of BBC, you took a course on church history. You knew in class that we learned about Europe was a key to the growth of Christianity. But sadly today, the Muslim region is outgrowing Christians in Europe today. Between 1600 to 1800s, England was the major provider of missionaries to the world. But now, only 5% of its population goes to church now. This is happening today, simply because of one thing, guys. People stop preaching the hidden things and perils of God, God's works, and people stop following God's commands. Hardened hearts, stubbornness, similar to what the Israelites, we, as John goes through the book of Judges, he reminds us that the cycle goes again and again. Where they follow, they don't follow. And similarly today, we're seeing the same thing. And so, Let's, not, let's let not history repeat itself here in Bellflower. Let's declare wise sayings and hidden things in our areas so future generations might put their hope in God. I encourage you guys, gospelize the community of Bellflower. Gospelize the community wherever you guys are at. And that we would hope that those people might put their hope in God. All right, let's pray. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for reminding us the urgency to preach the gospel, the urgency to preach the hope is in you. We pray, Father God, that if there's any sin in our hearts, may you call us to repentance, the sin of fear of man, sin of stubbornness in our hearts, sin of not thinking well that you're coming soon. We pray, Lord, that you forgive us of our sins. And we pray, Lord, that we would encourage one another to continually gospelize the community. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.